Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette Pozos, and here with me is Omar Pozos. What is up, RVGFN fam? I feel like I haven't been in here in quite some time for some reason. Um, yeah, we we skipped a week recording wise. We did two episodes in one week, wow. and then we skipped last week, and now we're all discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> you replaced me. I can't believe it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Well, so today, you know, this is actually going to be a follow-up episode from our episode two weeks ago, episode 108, which was how to know if you have metabolic resistance. And so I know a lot of women were listening to that episode and identifying like, oh my gosh, I have metabolic resistance. This is me to a T. If you don't know, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to that one first, because that's going to give you a lot of context here. But I had said in that episode that I wanted to actually do another episode to give you guys a little bit of advice on what to do if this is you. Like, where where do you even start with this stuff? Or the other thing I heard from the other previous episode was like, oh my gosh, you mean I can increase my metabolism and have it work for me, not against me? I was like, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I know everybody's like, please tell me how I tell want me my metabolism to work for me. So we're going to talk about that today. And so let's let's actually use a little bit of an analogy here. Omar, you you like cars a little bit. I drive them, yes. <laughs> no, I like cars, sure. I just, that was very like sexist of me. I'm like, you're a man. You're you a like man. Cars. You like cars. <laughs> you're a woman. You like, I don't God's know. God's <laughs> not go there. Um, but you know. Yes, I, was, I do like cars. You you like trucks. That's my dream. My dream car is a Ford Raptor, either a white one or I can even do a black one. Um, but yes, a Ford Raptor is my dream truck. So if Ford's listening out there, I will take one as a sponsor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, so think about it. If you got a Ford Raptor, I don't mm-hmm. know what the gas mileage is on a Ford Raptor. Let's say at most 10 miles per gallon. All right. So, so you, not very good. you got your Ford Raptor and you're going and you're suddenly like, oh crap, like this is really crappy gas mileage. Yeah. Let's, let's say that it's not even 10. Let's say that you just, for some reason, your Ford Raptor only got five like terrible well if i had a ford raptor i would drive it like a crazy person so maybe, yeah probably maybe, maybe it would right. be terrible sure well so if you're at a point where you're like all right i've got to fix this problem of having mm-hmm. terrible gas mileage what are you going to do first thing you're probably going to stop driving like a maniac and maybe take your foot off the gas a little bit yeah. not be constantly just slamming that gas pedal like you want to be a little bit more efficient with how you're driving it so you're going to take your foot off the gas. That would probably be step number one, the simplest thing you could do. Correct. What is something else you could do? Um, well, I could maybe look at, uh, I don't know, like the, the 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 truck itself. Like, is there something like performance-wise that I could do or anything I could change to help me drive either, um, you know, uh, with more gas mileage or just drive better in general? Does that make sense? Does yeah, that exactly. So number two, 
is you would put in higher quality gas. So you that can actually get, ones, yep. you can get better gas mileage if you're putting higher quality gas into the tank. Correct. Number three is more so what you were saying of maybe we could actually look at the machinery itself and yep. actually probably do some work to put in some more fuel efficient machinery to make your Ford Raptor a little bit more fuel efficient. Yeah. Well, you guys, this is literally what we would do with a adapted metabolism. If you are dealing with metabolic resistance, you're basically dealing with a body that just has terrible gas mileage. You are not able to really use the calories you're eating efficiently to where now if you overeat calories, you know, you go out on the weekend, you want to go to a restaurant, you want to hang out with your friends, you maybe you want to have a couple drinks, your body's just going to soak up those calories and store it as body fat because it's not efficient with that fuel. So how do we make our body fuel efficient? This is a great analogy. I feel like my, my mind just went, which is like, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. I've never seen you so zoned in on an episode before. <laughs> well, tell me, Omar, what would you do first? Um, well, I would, uh, considering the analogy you just gave, I would say, let's look at the foods that I am eating on a normal basis. To let's make go sure back. What was step number oh. one with the Ford Raptor? So taking the foot off the gas. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to take our foot off the gas a little bit rather than just going full send all the time. Let's look. <laughs> Let's look at how we are spending our life. Let's slow down yeah. in life a little bit. And there's a few ways really we can think about this. So we've talked about this before. Stress is terrible on the body. Stress is really the probably number one cause of metabolic resistance. And so what do we do? Rather than say, okay, let's jump to, you know, changing up our machinery. Let's just simply take our foot off the gas a little bit. Let's focus on de-stressing. Let's look at all the things that we're doing in life that are causing stress or adding stress to our body. And let's look at what we can strategically lower or remove and also consider the other end of the spectrum of what can we add that actually de-stresses us. So maybe we're looking at, okay, what, what is causing stress in our life? Maybe we're currently trying to lose weight and we're doing, you know, two hours in the gym every day. We're doing like an hour of cardio. We're, we're restricting, restricting our calories. calories. Yep. We're stressing our body out. So we might say, okay, we need to take our foot off the gas a little bit and not focus quite so much on weight loss right now. Again, we will get there once we fix our metabolic resistance, but you're not going to be able to lose weight with metabolic resistance anyway. So we're just going to have to set that aside for a little bit. So that may be number one. Yeah. And, and to your point, Vanessa, because I think we've said this a couple of times, but at times people don't just really understand it because it's not very, um, like, it's just not well communicated when, to your point of saying like, okay, let's put, take our, our foot off the gas a little bit, doing a weight loss approach, going to the gym on top of a busy work schedule on top of being a mom, like the, the, the trial, the stopping and trying of losing the weight over and over, that is stress on your body, right? Yep. Going to the gym, that is stress on your body. So to my point is it's not about just, you know, not working out or not doing anything. It's about doing things the right way so you can get to where you're trying to go without the most amount of resistance or without having to beat yourself up along the way, if that makes any sense. Because exactly. notice how I didn't say one of the things that I wouldn't do is drive my truck, right? Like I'm still <laughs> going to use it. It's just about knowing how to use it more efficiently and smarter so that I don't either, you know, keep 
uh, throwing tons of money and gas or end up like wrecking the truck itself if I'm driving like a maniac. Not that I do drive like a maniac, but it's just for, for the podcast. Well, you know, <laughs> Zoe and I can definitely uh, attest oh, to... Oh, don't even go there. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Zoe's in the back of your car like flying around because you, <laughs> you're taking turns like a crazy person. So, All right. We're whatever. not going down that path with this podcast. Let's let's go back to how can we... Okay, so we talked about how we can mm-hmm. lower our overall stress load, but yeah. what can we add to lower stress as well via de-stressing activities. We could add in some meditation, some yoga, some prayer. We could just work on getting outside more, get in some sunshine, go- you know, better put, sleeping routine. Yeah, let's improve our sleep. Let's go for some gentle walks. Let's do things that just make you laugh. You know, even like just spending more time of just relaxing with your family, putting on like a funny show, those things are good for you in moderation. Of course, yeah. I'm not saying spend 24-7 just watching the, the office, which is something I definitely did in my early 20s. But we do you know, encourage you to do these kinds of things that just fill you up and lower your stress, make you happier, make you laugh. You know, it can be something simple like, you know, take a hot bath at night. Maybe schedule a massage, go get a pedicure or manicure, like do things that give you energy instead of take away your energy. Yeah. These things are important. And I'm going to, you know, just be very honest and upfront. Like I'm sure there's listeners out there like, oh, so easy for you guys to say, like, I have three kids at home or I have a job that requires me to work 12 hours or I have to be on my feet 24 seven or I just I don't have time like I, I understand that. I get it. It's not as easy as just being like, oh, I'm just going to take more walks today and I'm going to, you know, do some prayer or meditate. Like, it's, it's not that easy. I get it. But the thing is, you have to be intentional. You have to make the time, the space for these kind of things because we need to get your body to understand that it's not, you know, stuck in this state of fight or flight or being stressed all the time because that's really step number one to get you to a point where uh, weight loss is going to be the next approach or weight loss is going to be the next possible outcome for you. If you never take the time to do this, it's just, it's never going to work. Exactly. All right. So we, we pulled our foot off the gas a little bit. What can we do next? Tell us Omar. Um, You already started to go that direction before. The, the what's what's step number two? Using better gas on it, right? Yeah, on higher quality gas. So this is where we can actually look at how we can just improve our nutrition as a whole. And this might mean a higher quality diet. So like for our clients, we always like to go back to what we call the 80-20 rule. Let's keep 80% of what you're eating to high quality, nutrient dense, whole foods. And let's allow that 20% or so to be the fun foods, the foods that are still, you know, treats and still add value to your life in the way that they just add to your life. You know, being able to have cake at your kid's birthday party, being able to grab a drink with the girls, like these things do have value. And we are absolutely not saying we need to cut all of those things out. We just need to have it be in moderation. So 80-20 rule is a great place to start when we're talking about higher quality gas, higher quality diet. Um, when we're talking about, you know, even just looking at the types of foods we're eating, I like to encourage more of a Mediterranean style of diet. So Mediterranean is very classic, like a lot of vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, fish, um, olive oil, avocado, like lots of healthy fats. These types of things really, really great for overall hormone health and overall body. So that's a really great place to kind of look for just the, you know, the higher quality, that 80% of your diet, that's a really good place to start. But also little things like drinking more water, 
that's definitely a great source of fuel. If you are not drinking enough water, that's a very, very easy place to start. Just work on doubling what you're currently drinking. If you're only having two bottles of water a day, try and bump it up to four bottles of water a day. That can make a huge difference on how you feel. And isn't it funny how like when you put in a perspective where you're talking analogies, right? Like you would never go up to your brand new like $100,000 car and like, I don't know, strive to slash the tires or like break the windows. Like, ah, oh, this car sucks. This car is terrible. <laughs> it's like, no, you try to really look at what you're doing on a daily basis that's, you know, either keeping the car the car from performing as, as best as it can or just not, you know, producing the results that you want. Or even better, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure I like cars, but I'm not an expert at them. You go to a mechanic who is an expert in this stuff. I'm like, hey, can you help me teach me how to best uh, handle this car so that it, I don't end up either wrecking it or continue to, you know, not have the gas mileage or whatever performance thing you're trying to look for it, right? So go to an expert and help uh, get the help that you need with it is also, I think, a, a big one for me. Yeah, for sure. And let's see, how else can we improve our quality of fuel? We can, we've talked about this one before, cut back on caffeine. That, and, you know, if we're over consuming caffeine, that's absolutely going to have effect on our metabolism in a negative way. Um, even, you know, if we want to get kind of nitty gritty here, looking at just reducing your overall toxic load. So if you can afford it, aiming to eat more organic foods, um, you can look up the, the dirty dozen list. And those are a great place to start of which foods you might want to swap out. Um, which ones are, are the worst when it comes to the quality. So if you swap Wait, what's those, the dirty dozen, that's I've the, never heard of that. it's the, I think it's the, oh gosh, where does it come from? I'm going to be like speaking. Uh, we're we're going to Google this, this not because great podcasting, um, but it says dirty dozen yeah, EWG um, EWG's dirty dozen list. So yeah. that's where oh, we, shoppers guide to pesticides and produce. Yeah. Okay. So basically the dirty dozen is the like the produce that has the worst amount of pesticides and just the highest toxic load. So yeah. if you're like, you know what, I can't afford to go completely organic, but there's a couple of things that maybe I could start to buy organic, starting with that list. If those are things that you eat regularly is a great place to start. Oh, this is really cool. Yeah. See, you learn something new every day, Omar. Well, yeah, I'm going to get so a, a Ford Raptor. I need to make sure, you know, <laughs> what kind, where we can start saving some money here. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, even um, we talked about cutting back on caffeine, maybe adding in more teas is a great place to start. But overall, just think about how we can get closer to that 80-20 rule. And then last but not least, what was step number three? <laughs> you really put me on the spot. I know, um, I love I it. I said adding like performance parts to the car if, if you can or yep. if it's an option. Yeah, so we talked about putting in fuel efficient machinery. So what would that look like for our body, the metabolism? You, you, your eyebrows just went like, what Well, I is thought you happening? were going to ask me. I was like, what kind of performance parts do I put on a truck? I'm like, I don't know, babe. Like, you just drive the yes, thing. Yes, we have learned from this podcast that you are actually not a car person. But- I am. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> no, okay. Fuel efficient machinery, supplementation, and more specific diet protocols for your body is what we're talking about here. So just like with the car, we're probably going to actually look at how your body is functioning or your body, how your car is functioning. We're going to look at the body and say, how is the body functioning? So if you listened to our previous episode on this and we talked about how we like to pull labs and really dig in and truly find- You get the under the hood, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> look oh. at you. Yeah, we get under the hood and we really find that root cause issue, then we can actually- really tailor our nutrition protocol specifically to that. 
So, you know, I don't like to give out specifics here because this is highly, highly individual and I don't want anybody to try and self-diagnose and potentially give themselves the wrong nutrients that can actually exacerbate their issues because that also can very much happen. Um, but one that's usually like a something, a, a safe bet that is, can be helpful for people that maybe are dealing with hypothyroidism is how can we make a small little tweak to your diet that is hardly even noticeable, but can actually have a nice difference on how you feel. Let's add two Brazil nuts per day. That can boost your selenium levels, which is really, really great for your thyroid and can be really beneficial. Yeah. So, Again, I don't want to give out specifics there because this really is highly individual. But when we do get labs, we can see where things are off. Then this is where we can really put in that fuel efficient machinery to make sure that we are getting your metabolism working the way it should be so that you can ultimately lose that body fat or maintain the body that you want without having to starve yourself, without having to miss out on wine and desserts and sweets and all of your favorite treats because you should be able to live a full life without having to worry about this stuff. Yeah. And to your point, I think to, to I, I think the biggest thing to emphasize here is, you know, you're, you're obviously you're not an object, you're not a car, but your body does perform based on how you treat it. Right. So just because, you know, you've had, you know, rough years in the past where you've maybe gone for quick fix diets that have not proven to be, you know, uh, to give you the results that you want, that doesn't mean you have to throw in the towel. It just means you have to tweak your approach to get you to where you ultimately want to go. Right. And, and I think you've mentioned something like this or to the effect of this before, Vanessa, it's like, if you're driving on the street, you get a flat tire, you're not going to get out and poke holes in the other three tires just because your one tire gave out, right. You're going to find a solution to the one tire so you can ultimately keep going and keep going forward. So that's what it it comes down to this stuff is really tweaking your approach, making sure that you are doing things correctly, but not just, you know, for for the masses, really correctly for you, your body and where you ultimately want to go. And I think that's what takes this thing to a whole nother level. I love it. Boom. So many car analogies. I know. Today. Wow. I, I feel so manly. We're just experts. You know, th this podcast, we just cruised right through it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We, people are going to be like, all right, this episode sucks. Uh, but I hope that this was helpful for somebody out there. If it was, shoot me a DM, let me know. And the best way you can give back to us is post a screenshot of this podcast or any episode that has been helpful for you onto your Instagram story or share it on social media, wherever you're active and share it with others so that they can benefit from this as well. But that is all for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens. Talk to you in the next episode.